0: Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, developed and sponsored by the Thrive Ladies Ministry of Central Baptist Church in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Come with us as we dive deep into the life stories and experiences of Christian women. Meet amazing women writers from our very own Central Baptist Church magazine, Come and See. Join us as Aaliyah and Anna discover how God has moved in the lives of these women and how circumstances permanently changed their lives. Whether you're driving, working, or relaxing, we're glad you joined us today. And now, it's time to thrive. Hello Thrive ladies. It is Aaliyah and Anna ready to help you start your week off right with the Time to Thrive podcast. Hello
1: everyone listening right now. So today we have a very special guest speaker with us, Miss Michelle Raven. And I could just say a lot of stuff how she's been very influential in our church, but I'll let her tell her a little bit about herself. So Miss Michelle.
2: Oh, see, when I have to talk about myself, I'm not a huge fan. Um, I'm Michelle Rabin. I'm married to Jeremy. For those of you who, you, the name is already familiar, you already know. Um, we were at Central for a very long time, and we left to go serve another church. And um, I have been serving in women's ministry for a very long time. Julie taught me everything I know. Big shout out to Julie. Um, Uh, I am a mom that takes up 90% of my time to so very many children. Um, My house is full. Um, I write, and I have not spoken in a really long time thanks to COVID, but um, I enjoy working in women's ministry and serving the local church. That's my heart, is to serve the women who are in front of me, whatever that looks like, whatever God has, and... Oh yeah. That's just <laughs> <laughs> nothing thrilling over here. Oh my
0: goodness. Well, now since we got a little brief introduction of yourself, we are looking at your article that you wrote back in 2017 called Walking Your Calling. And in that article, you ex- you explain that every Christian is called by God to serve him despite our flaws or past mistakes. He can still use us to carry out his work. You said, I questioned why God would call me a woman with no Bible degree who had a bad track record with spelling and grammar and one who ran away from God for so long. I had no qualifications. I came to learn after a few months of wrestling with God, the only qualifications I needed were to be his and be willing to serve wholeheartedly.
1: So now that we have a little preview of your article, we're going to dive a little more in depth with it. So we have a couple questions. Great, great. i excited for these. <laughs> so the first question, why do you think God laid this message on your heart to share?
2: Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to say 2017 <laughs> was a really long time <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: ago. <laughs> you had to dig back in the <laughs> to for the that. fact
2: that I had to ask you for this article because I did not remember what I wrote. Um, I, do, I still stand by what I wrote. Mm-hmm. However, I would say that... Um, the Lord has worked on me and grown me in such a way in the last, however, what, six years, seven mm-hmm. years um, since I wrote this. And, um, you know, initially when I wrote this in 2017, I was really just getting started in in writing and um, I think teaching Bible study for our women. And um, I still had really young kids mm-hmm. at home. And so, you know, I think we wrote uh, craving more at that point, which was the 21 days in, uh, the book of John building that habit. And we just saw such incredible fruit that the Lord was, was putting out Mm -hmm. through that work. And, um, I was amazed. I was amazed at what God was doing. I'm telling you, it wasn't me. I was like, I was just willing to do the work. And Julie was willing to red pen me, you know, pencil, edit all the things. Um, but just to watch him do the things, it was incredible. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I, I remember we did a Bible journaling workshop here years ago, mm. and it was the first time I had ever spoken in front of a crowd. And I was like, "Lord, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to speak. I'm not. I'm not doing this. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say." <laughs> and we we had maybe I don't know like. T- Five women sign up for this Bible journaling thing. I was like, okay, this is fine. This is no big deal. I can do this. I think we had like 35 oh women show up for this. And I'm like in the hallway hyperventilating. I'm like I can't do this. Um so walking out, what I felt like the Lord was calling me to do was really it was really hard for me. It was very Mm -hmm. much out of my comfort zone. I do, I am, this is not my primary space. Being on camera kind of freaks me out. (laughs) Like uh, talking to a bunch of people freaks me out. So the fact that God had put me in a position where Mm -hmm. I could share my testimony and I could share Mm -hmm. what God had done in my life uh, was just incredible. It's something I just didn't understand. And Uh, When I wrote this article, I was literally walking it out in the midst of that um, and learning what it meant to follow Christ. Mm -hmm. I had been a believer since 2005, Mm -hmm. but it took me so long to really come into my own and really understand what Christ had done in my life and how he was calling me to live that out every single day. Um, and so I wanted to share it with the, the women of the church and I wanted to encourage them that wherever they were, it doesn't have to be writing. It doesn't have to be speaking. It doesn't have to be a podcast. Mm-hmm. It can be at home. It can be at work. Mm-hmm. Um, but whatever that is that God's called you to do, wherever he has put you, it's with a purpose. Mm-hmm. It's for a reason. Um, and to do it and to do it well and to be obedient and faithful to the Lord.
0: I love that. All right. Our next question for you is, do you remember a specific time in your life when God was calling you to serve him, also with that question, how do you know for certain it was God calling you?
2: Well, those are great questions. I read that and I was like, that's great. It was not audible. Nobody freak out. Uh, so I was, I've always loved to write. Ever since I was in school, I loved to write. Um, was I don't think I would have considered myself very good at it by any means, uh, and Julie and I were at lunch one day and she was like, hey, we should do this project and we should write, um, you know, getting our women in the word and write this study. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. I I could, I could, I think I could do that. <laughs> and, you know, I was in the word and I was studying and, you know, God was really dealing with me personally um, in my spiritual walk. And um, it was just like a door of opportunity and we took it. And we wrote it, I wrote it, and Julie just, like, brought it to life. And we saw what God was doing in it, and I went to She Speaks. And I remember being in my hotel room, and I was around all these women who were, like, you know, like, really nice. They looked really nice. They wore, like, really stylish clothes, and their hair looked really good. And they all wanted to be, like, Lisa Turkhurst or Beth Moore or whatever. And I'm like, I am in the wrong wrong place. This is not for me. And I was like, I remember being in my hotel room, and I was like, Lord, I don't know what you want from me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you want from me? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm willing to do whatever Mm -hmm. um, you have for me. And I I felt this call to women's ministry. Um, And really, that's just the long and short of it. It was Mm -hmm. to minister to women, to encourage them to um, open the word. Mm -hmm to know his word, to know him, um, and to have a relationship with him. That was the call. Mm -hmm. Uh, The vehicle of that was writing, Mm -hmm. speaking, teaching. Um, And so, you know, he just put this desire, this burden on my heart uh, to see women know the word. Mm -hmm. Not just, I'm just gonna check a box every day, Mm And say, oh, I've, I've had my quiet time, I've, I've done what I'm supposed to, but no, to desire the word, mm-hmm. and to be fed from it, and that to be their source for... Um, getting through every day, mm-hmm. getting through all of the things. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that was really just the call. The call was just this desire on my heart. And I think we can know God's call mm-hmm. when we open the word. He's mm-hmm. called us yeah, to go. He's called us to make mm-hmm. disciples. Uh, Titus 2 is that mm-hmm. perfect place where we can go as women, where it says that we are to teach. The older women are to teach the younger women. Mm-hmm. Um, so I take that very seriously. It's mm-hmm. a huge part of my ministry. And so... Um, just knowing that he has put that desire, that burden Mm -hmm. on my heart. And it's not something I would have chosen for myself Mm. (laughs) by any means, not something that I would have chosen for myself. I still, when I teach women, I teach Bible study. I'm like, I don't know why y'all, why do you come and listen to me? I really, I don't have a whole lot to offer you at this point, but yeah.
1: And I think also when I was reading your article, I would think back in my head, okay, like it's a willingness thing. Yeah. So when you look into the Bible, like Moses I was actually talking about this the other day with someone. He didn't want to talk, like he mm-hmm. didn't want to get up mm-hmm. there. But it's like he was willing and there's other people in the mm-hmm. Bible, like they were willing to just serve yeah. God and normally God put them in situations where they were, Oh, what are what am I doing here but use me? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's incredible. Yeah, I absolutely I love think
0: that. also like just like praying like mm-hmm what is what is your will for me like just seeking and he'll give Mm -hmm. you the answer like if you're seeking for it then he's gonna let you know what that exactly
2: and I don't think it has to be I think the struggle is is that we think our calling has to be when we say calling we think um he's calling me to something like really really big Mm -hmm. you know Christian celebrity is a huge thing right now, especially for women. And so we can get into this place where we think, oh, maybe that's what God's calling me to do. No, Mm -hmm. God's calling you to be obedient, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. And that can be at home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That can be in the workplace. That can be uh, wherever you are Mm -hmm. in in any way, shape, or form. And so I think we have to be careful with that word calling because it's like, oh, well, he didn't call me to teach – I must be insignificant or my mm-hmm. roles is not as important. And that's just not reality. We're all called to serve him and to be obedient and to be mm-hmm. faithful Oh yeah, um, so. and to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's not just my job or the pastor's job. We are all called to make mm-hmm. disciples and share the gospel. Yes,
1: absolutely. I love that. All righty. So the third question is, oftentimes when we hear the word worship, we think of music, hands raised, and us singing our praises. Yes, these things are good to show him praise, but would you say that obediently serving him is one of the biggest ways of showing God glory and worshiping him?
2: Well, absolutely, because I don't think the (laughs) Lord may enjoy hearing me sing because nobody else does. Um, (laughs) Although I do firmly believe that I sound a little bit like Mariah Carey in the car. Oh, yes. And in the shower. But I think when we talk about worship, we can get into that place. Like, Jeremy has an awesome voice. (laughs) I the Lord didn't give me that no. talent or ability and that's okay. I have mm. accepted that that's that's that is not my gift. Um I think the Lord knew what he was doing in that cuz it probably would have made me a little prideful <laughs> if I could sing. <laughs> However, when we worship it's not just Sunday. It's not mm-hmm. just Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um it's all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh I I I made a little I think I made a little note on this one. Um, so when we talk about worship, we talk about obedience, and um, I was I read it was like First Samuel fifteen twenty two, and it talks about um, that God desires obedience mm-hmm. over sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And so you know when we talk about worship, we look at worship. We really worship with our entire life. Mm-hmm. Our life is. Worship to God; it's an obedient offering. It is a faithful offering to God, and it's not just uh, restricted to church. Mm-hmm. And it's something oftentimes that we're doing in private, mm-hmm. uh, where we are worshiping God, we are offering that obedience, and we are walking in in faithfulness. Whatever we're doing.
1: Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about wherever God has called you, I know some women can be like, "Oh." Like I have my family at home, but then there's other people who are on stage and they're speaking or a great singer and it's I'm at home sitting with my children. But at the same time, I feel like God uses wherever we're at, like you said, it's to share the gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at home with your children, you're sharing the gospel. If you're mm-hmm. on a stage singing, you're sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're if the pastor's preaching, he's sharing the gospel mm-hmm. with the congregation. So yeah. I think sometimes we can get so caught up in like you said the, oh, the celebrities are, oh, is this significant? And if you're sharing the gospel wherever you are, mm-hmm. even at your workplace, yeah. like, God has called you, or wherever you're meant to be, like, if you're at your workplace as a kid or you're at mm-hmm. school, and that's obedience, too. Mama says all the time, I mean, because I still live at their house, God blesses obedience. <laughs> <laughs> i was like, okay, Mama. But it's true. Like, it really is. It is. Like when Like, you, when you're a Christian and you want to do all these other things, it's like, no, I'm going to be obedient. Being able to see the fruit from that afterwards, it's nice. just it's like, okay, God, you're here, you're listening to me. So I think seeing that blessing from obedience and that motivation, that's that's encouragement also. Well, I think
2: I mean, even think about how much the world has changed mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the last even ten years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I was having this conversation. I was talking about this earlier and I was having this conversation just about how much the Lord has changed me mm-hmm. since I wrote this. Mm-hmm. And you know, how the motivation of our heart is, uh, so important when we are doing the things that God's mm-hmm. called us to do. Mm-hmm. And it can be really easy to take our eyes off the main thing and mm-hmm. to seek motivation elsewhere, mm-hmm. um, to make a name for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, to do things that we want to do, that we desire to do, under the guise of, oh, it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've come a long way with Instagram and that <laughs> little world where, you know, Instagram's not a bad thing, um, but our motivation matters, you know, mm-hmm. when, with what we're sharing. You know, I was creating, I was spending hours and hours and hours creating content, you know, that was under this umbrella of ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, burning me out. Mm -hmm. And I was worn out. And I was Mm -hmm. tired. And I wasn't um, paying attention to what was right in front of me. And my motivation was, you know, what everybody's motivation ends up being, you want someone to like you, you want (laughs) someone to follow you. Um, And so the like, over the last Five years, the Lord really dealt with my heart over all of those things, over Mm -hmm. my motivation for writing, for speaking, for being online, Mm -hmm. all of those sorts of things, um, and has really brought me to the place where what matters the most is who's in front of you. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing ministry and you are walking out that calling who's in front of you, well, nine times out of 10, my kids are in front of me. Mm -hmm. And so they're my priority and they're my responsibility and teaching them and making disciples out of them is a huge task. Oh yeah, It's harder than teaching women. (laughs) Women are easy compared to (laughs) teaching my own kids. So wherever you are, whether you are teaching women or whether you are sitting at home and uh, changing diapers or mm-hmm. whatever it is that you're doing you do it well you do it in mm-hmm. obedience and um, I've shared this before when I've taught the women here but I struggled to be in the word when they were really little because mm-hmm. I just wanted to sleep mm-hmm. and I took a photo um, of I think it was Owen and he was an infant and I made the commitment to get up when he had to nurse at five o'clock I was like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to be in the Word. And now I am not a morning person (laughs) at all. I didn't discover coffee until I had Owen, and he's the youngest of three. So um, I have a photo of him in the baby swing with my foot on the swing, and I'm swinging him, and I have my Bible in my hand. And that was the time in my life where I felt like the Lord really did Mm -hmm. the most work in me and in my heart. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, wherever you are, wherever you are, you're being faithful and being obedient mm-hmm. is really what it's all about. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. That was great. All right. So in your article, you show some practical ways of walking your calling. So can we talk a little bit about that?
2: We sure can. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down some things um because I was again, I didn't remember what I said. <laughs> Um, but first and Second Timothy are probably some of my favorite books. All of Paul's letters are mm-hmm. some of my favorites. but what I love about Second Timothy is it was Paul's final letter in the New Testament, and it was his final letter to Timothy. And you know, he called Timothy his son in the faith. Uh, I have many, many young girls I would consider daughters in the faith that I uh, have poured into. Um, your mom is like a mom in the faith for me. Um, You know, just the women who have poured into my life, Mm -hmm. and then I can turn around and pour into someone else's life. And so Paul is giving these, like, heartfelt words. This is encouragement to Timothy. You know, he's left in Ephesus, and he is dealing with false teaching, and he's dealing with all of these things. And ministry is hard. Life is hard. Like... (laughs) Forget ministry, life is hard. Um, And so we need that encouragement. And so Paul's encouragement to Timothy was to remember where he began. And he talks about, you know, his mom and his grandmother and where his faith began and and to come back to that, to come back to that place. Uh, Because we can get to that place where... Not that we've forgotten the gospel, mm-hmm. but it becomes like. Like
0: kind of numb to us. Yes. Yeah. We
2: hear it all the time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so coming back to that place where the gospel is, um, puts us in a place of awe, mm-hmm. like he did this for me. Yeah. He died for me so that mm-hmm. I can have a forgiveness of sin, mm-hmm. my sin every day, not just what I did yesterday, mm-hmm. but future. Mm-hmm um and so he's saying you know remember that come back to that sincere faith he's calling him to use his spiritual gifts um i'm not a huge fan of spiritual gifts assessments however sometimes it's nice to you know have some direction (laughs) they will change with time i will just (laughs) say that um but you learn where where your passion is and where your desire is and Mm -hmm. where god has called you and so you're fanning the flame of that you are using that spiritual gift that's what his encouragement was uh he says be bold don't be timid do not be afraid do not um cower back Mm -hmm. don't be a a coward for the faith essentially Mm -hmm. be bold be courageous um he also gives the encouragement and i don't know that we would call this encouragement but he says be ready to suffer for the good news (laughs) right Um, that's our favorite we love that Um, but be ready to suffer be ready to make sacrifice uh you know scripture calls us god calls us to die to ourselves every day Mm And for some of us, that's a hard task. It's tough for me. But he calls us to suffer well, to suffer for the gospel, to be prepared to suffer for the good news. We don't look like the world. We're not supposed to look like the world. And that's really tough for the two of you. I'm in my 30s, and I don't envy you in any way, shape, or form. It's tough. It's tough not to look like the world, to act like the world, to live like the world. It's hard. Um, He says that you're called with a purpose. God has set a purpose beforehand of work for us to do. And so Mm -hmm. he gives Timothy that encouragement. You were called beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, He says to be committed to God. He said to guard what's been entrusted to you. What's been entrusted to us is the gospel. Mm -hmm. And that is a treasure. That is the hope that the world needs to hear. Mm -hmm. And we have it. We have the answer to their problem mm-hmm. now. Whether or not they want to hear it is a different mm-hmm. discussion. But we have the hope that mm-hmm. they need. Um, and the the last part of encouragement that I think Paul gives is that um, mentor. Paul is a mentor to Timothy. Paul is um, pouring into Timothy's life. He's making an investment, and I think that's something that every believer needs. Mm-hmm. Every believer needs uh, someone who is more experienced in the faith than they are, mm-hmm. someone who has walked a little bit of life mm-hmm. and is willing to come alongside and do life with you. Um, I think it's necessary. It's yeah. essential. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not be where I am without the women in my life who, who made that choice. Um, when I was reading this, I was thinking about Lyndall mm-hmm. and... Um, uh, Linda was, um, a member here long time. Yes. Yeah. And she passed away in, I don't even remember
1: 20, yeah. I, I was looking back at some of your articles that you wrote about her and I was like, Ooh, that was a long time. It was a long yeah. time ago.
2: Um, but Lindell was, I mean, I always think of her when I put on eyeliner, you'll appreciate this. Okay. <laughs> it sticks with me. Cause she told me one day I sat down next to her in church and we were talking and she said, anyone who can wear eyeliner like that can do Oh. And I was like, oh. I didn't even know I was doing my eyeliner correctly, but thank you. Oh. Um but I always think of her when I put on eyeliner. Um but she encouraged me in so many ways. And I did an um an interview with her and I wrote an article for Thrive um about her and just her faithfulness. She was faithful in mm-hmm. some really hard things. And she didn't write words. She didn't speak a whole lot. I mean, she didn't speak in front of crowds or anything like that. But she was so faithful with her life and her witness. And even in the difficulties that she could still worship God and she could still praise him was like, it was an encouragement to me. And so I hold on to those things. Those women who have impacted my life, I could list a ton of them Mm -hmm. the majority (laughs) of them are from here um, who have impacted my life and so having people who are pouring into you who are invested in your life um, who are invested in what god is doing in your life Mm -hmm. who ask the hard questions Mm -hmm. because that's necessary Mm -hmm. um, who are paying attention to you who want to know how you're doing spiritually all of those things Those are things that matter a great deal, especially as we're seeking to live it out Um, because we're all called. We are all called to do ministry and this ministry of the gospel. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be encouraged. We have to encourage one another. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it requires just someone dragging you along the (laughs) way. Um, But we have to encourage one another Mm -hmm. and and having someone in your corner or many people in your corner who are pouring into your life. Mm -hmm. It really matters a whole lot.
1: And then you're able to pour in other people. Yeah, also exactly. Really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's just encouraging
2: on its own. Discipleship yeah. multiplication. Yeah. <laughs> we love that. We love discipleship. <laughs> I am a huge proponent of discipleship. I think it's um, something that we miss out on in the church a lot mm-hmm. because we're focused on evangelizing, which is an, a great mm-hmm. thing. Um, but discipleship, man, discipleship is the roots mm-hmm. that, that, that hold us yeah. where we are, yeah. Um And so having people in your life who will open the word with you, Mm -hmm. who will show you what God's word says, Mm -hmm. who will teach you how to study the word, uh, who will pray with you, who will encourage you. Um, You know, I didn't grow up in church. I wasn't saved until I was 19. And um, when we came here, this was like my first real church experience. And um, I was just absolutely baffled. (laughs) that believers, like Christians do these things. They pray with each other. Like oh. they, they bring you food when you have babies. Oh. They, they do those things. I was baffled, truly baffled that mm. people did those things and that they loved you really well. Yeah. And so, you know, as um, Jeremy and I got older, as things happened in our lives, uh, you know, the first phone call I made when my dad passed was not to someone in my family, it was to your mom. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you do life together, mm-hmm. it's this is your family. And yeah. so, you know, we are the body of Christ, and we mm-hmm. are called to be uh, unified, to be family. And so that discipleship and mentorship is so essential oh, yeah. to making that happen.
1: Absolutely. I know Amanda me and Leah's age, I can probably speak for you on this too, is I think when you're younger – you have your parents and you have your family Mm -hmm. and you go to them for questions and those deep questions. And then as you get older, you know, you're graduating high Mm -hmm. school, graduating college, and you have all of these big questions Mm -hmm. is, oh, how do I do this? Mm -hmm. And of course we can go to scripture and, and find the answers and pour ourselves into scripture and God pour into us. But it's being able to get up the courage and go to those women like, oof, they mm-hmm. live their lives Let <laughs> me just sit down and ask them. Sometimes it's so hard, but it's when you go to them and you're just mm-hmm. honest, you're like, I need help. Yeah. yeah. Some of those conversations that I've had, I will never forget. Mm-hmm. It's the times that you can look back and it encourages you yeah. Yeah. to encourage the younger children also and younger kids too. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for our age, I'm sure it's hard. Would you get older too when you're going through things? <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a humility thing. Just it is a humility thing. Being able to get down and be like, "Help me! Like right? I yeah. need your advice." Yeah,
2: it is a humility thing because you know what's our one of our biggest fears? Rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't reject me. <laughs> Love me. Help me. Uh, and it can, but it can be really hard, especially if you're struggling with something um, in your spiritual walk. It can be really difficult to ask oh, yeah. for help. Um, It can be really difficult to to take that to someone, especially if it's something um, maybe that's private or, you know, Mm -hmm. if like you're struggling in your marriage or if there's Mm -hmm. something else that's going on, it can be really difficult Mm -hmm. to go to someone and say, I'm having a hard time um, and I don't I don't know what to do. And so, you know, the hope is, is that when you do. When you do get that courage, you ask the Lord for some courage, and you Mm -hmm. do ask for help. The help is there Mm -hmm. Um, because we're all faulty human beings, Mm -hmm. and we all need assistance every day, some of us, (laughs) Um, every once in a while for other ones who are a little bit more stable. (laughs) However, it's important. It's important that we humble ourselves enough Mm -hmm. to go and say, hey, I'm I'm really strong. struggling here and and i could really use some some help i could really use prayer i could really use some advice oh yeah um and knowing that you can go to someone Mm -hmm. and seek biblical advice Mm -hmm. i mean what better thing is there yeah exactly because you get advice from anywhere Mm -hmm. not always the right right advice
1: exactly exactly. (laughs) Alrighty. so summing it all up what we've all talked this is always the hardest question I feel like I say this in every single episode but it is difficult so it can be like a, a paragraph if you want it to so if we had to sum up what we've talked about into one sentence to encourage everybody listening what would that sentence be
2: <laughs> mm, be steadfast and be faithful where you
1: oh. are Oh, I got it fast that was good be stead- <laughs> Wait, say it again be
2: steadfast and be faithful where yeah. you are um, I love that I think as I was thinking about this and I was thinking of just about how much things have changed for me and, um, you know, how I had these like big, Mm -hmm. big dreams and I wanted to do all of the things. And, uh, the Lord has kind of refined my path and, Mm -hmm. um, he's really given me a heart for the women who are in Mm -hmm. front of me. I still love to write the words Mm -hmm. and I still do write Mm -hmm. the words. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm content. I'm content where the Lord has placed me, and I am content in what he's called me to do. And I'll continue to do whatever he asks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whatever door he opens at whatever time, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, my goal in in ministry is to serve the people in front of me, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. And so I, I definitely think being faithful and being steadfast where you are, and that's serving the people in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm. I love the where you are, because like, I'm kind of in a point where like, I'm excited for the next step. I want it to get there. Mm -hmm. But like knowing that I just need to be like where I am right now for a reason. Yes. It's like encouraging, but it's still a little hard. Like, (laughs) like, I get it.
2: It's tough. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's tough sometimes to be faithful where you are mm -hmm. and, you know, not knowing what's next. I mean. I'm entering that weird phase of life where my kids don't need me anymore. <laughs> oh. They do. They do need they do, me. Yeah. But they don't really need me as much as they used to. And so then now I'm figuring out like, yeah, okay, now what? More, now hands. what? <laughs> um, and you just never know. You never know where he'll bring you and what he'll do in your life. And it's just being faithful where you are. And that may not always there's anticipation. Mm-hmm. You can be faithful and steadfast <laughs> and still anticipate mm-hmm. all the things. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. I love that. Well, I just want to, we just want to thank you, Michelle, for coming and speaking with us. I'm very encouraged. I don't know about you, Anna, but well, I'm you. very encouraged. So thank you so much.
2: Well, thank you for having me.
1: And I say this every single episode too. All the women that we have on here, it's almost like when we go into our church Oh, we talked to that person. Yeah. Oh, I could talk to that person. Mm-hmm. Like it's encouragement. Yeah. It really yeah. what it is, and building, mm-hmm. being able to talk to women who have lived longer than mm-hmm. us, and we're just at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, we have lots You're of just questions. Getting yeah, started yeah. Yeah. exactly. And building those
0: relationships. Absolutely. Um, yes. Just being able yeah.
1: to. Yeah. So being able to sit down with women and hear their a little bit of their story is encouraging, mm-hmm. and I know everybody who's listening is encouraged. Yes. So thank you. you're welcome
2: thank you for having me
1: (laughs) absolutely and also to everybody listening thank you for hopping on and we cannot wait to be able to share the next episode with y'all so we will talk to y'all later Bye. bye
0: thank you for listening to time to thrive podcast we hope you are encouraged and inspired to thrive in your daily walk with god To find out more about the Thrive Ladies Ministry, check out our Instagram and Facebook pages or visit our website.